This is Chris Brooks. Thank you for listening to this edition of Equip. Be sure and subscribe for free so that you don't miss an episode. For more information, visit our website, equipradio.org. Please enjoy the following pre-recorded encore presentation of Equipped with Chris Brooks. Well, hey there, my friends. I hope you're having a great day. Welcome to another exciting edition of Equipped with Chris Brooks. Why don't you strap on your seatbelt? We've been praying for you as we navigate through the contours of culture, as always, with the lens of the biblical worldview on. But before we do that, let me remind you, this is the day that the Lord has made. He has given it as a gift so that you and I might rejoice and be glad in it. So let's do just that. Let's follow the word to the Apostle Paul. Let's rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And with that, I welcome you into what will be a very exciting edition of Equip. The phone number is 877-LIVE-675. Today, I want to help you to think deeply about your goals for a new year. That's right. The new year is right around the corner, and I hope you're getting ready. And part of what I want to encourage you to begin to think about is, how do I live a life that impacts and inspires others towards Christ? How do I increase my influence? How do I uh, leverage my time, talent, and treasure for the advancement of God's kingdom in greater ways? Uh, If you're anything like me, your prayer is, is that As you grow uh, year over year, that uh, you'll have more impact and more influence on the lives of others on Christ's behalf. Well, how do you do that? Well, one of the ways I believe we accomplish that is by considering what the Bible uh, tells us concerning living lives of generosity. I think one of the greatest ways that Christians and Christianity has transformed the world has been through our generosity. You know, we talk a lot about the infringements that we see in our culture, and in particular growing in the West, on religious freedoms or religious liberties, uh, the threats to prayer in school, uh, being able to proclaim our convictions in the public square, so on and so forth. But the reality is, is that there's no law that anyone could ever pass that could hinder our ability to simply live radically generous lives. You think about the early Christians, they didn't have much by way of institutional power. They didn't have much by way of political clout or public voice. But what they did have was this commitment to leveraging their resources, their time and their talents to the glory of God and for the good of humanity. And they did that in incredible ways, and God allowed them to turn the world upside down. I want to be one of those Christians that God uses that way. So today, I want to have a conversation about developing a generous life. And don't you go anywhere, because I believe this conversation is for you. As always, I love being joined by people who are much smarter than I am, such as the case with Todd Harper. Todd is the founder of Generous Giving. Todd has been actively engaged in spreading the biblical message of generosity for 20 years, for a little bit over that, actually. Uh, He has a background in economics and entrepreneurship from Baylor University, worked for Campus Crusade for Christ, uh, crew, Uh, for uh, 11 years, where he served in Russia, Yugoslavia, and the United States. Uh, Prior to starting Generous Giving, Todd was a partner in an investment management firm advising high net worth clients on 
growing and using their wealth wisely. Now God is using him to encourage Christians all over the world to leverage their resources, to impact uh, humanity, and to encourage folks towards Christ in marvelous ways. Todd, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. Great to be with you today, Chris. It is really good to be with you. You know, we have connected several times. The last time actually was at Wilberforce Weekend where our uh, mutual friend John Stone Street uh, invited uh, both of us to give talks at that incredible annual conference. And you gave a talk that answered the question, are Christians generous? Now, the broader theme was, is Christianity good for the world? Uh, And I gave a talk on that where I talked about Christianity's impact on cities and communities. You gave a talk on, uh, are Christians generous? I want to just delve into that in just a moment. But first, Todd, let's start with the mission of generous giving for those who are unaware. Talk about that amazing group. Well, thanks. It's a privilege to be with you. And the mission of generous giving for the last 20 20 years has been to spread the message of biblical generosity in order to grow generous givers, especially among those entrusted with much. Uh, And so many of us in this country have been entrusted with much. And so that's very straightforward, you know, generous giving. That's what we do. Encourage people to be generous to the causes that, that God has put on their hearts. So talk a little bit about how uh, you guys got started and what that means practically. Yeah, we uh, have kind of a unique story for a nonprofit. Part of the uniqueness of generous giving is that we don't raise money. And the reason we have been able to operate that way is because of a family uh, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, called the McClellan family, who have been stewarding generational wealth, uh, giving uh, to build God's kingdom all over the world for more than 75 years. And they really had this idea to invite other families to be generous to God's kingdom in a, in a very generous fashion, which was to, for them to underwrite the expenses associated with operating the, the mission of generous giving and just creating context where people could be invited into safe places to be encouraged to be generous. And we, we primarily do that through uh, weekend or overnight retreats where we talk about the biblical reasons for, for giving and, and really highlight examples of generous families and the joy that they're experiencing in giving their lives away in Jesus' name. Yeah, I love that. And you guys have had a tremendous impact, uh, not just on those who have attended those type of weekend gatherings, but really just changing the conversation broadly uh, in the way that folks are talking about Christianity in contemporary sense. Let's be honest, Todd, uh, Christianity has taken um, some PR hits, if you will, uh, some uh, some uh, setbacks in the way that we're viewed uh, by the broader public. But if we are honest about the history of Christianity and the contemporary reality, there's been no more generous group of people demographically than those who are Christians. I want to give some stats that I heard you share before at a conference and, and I'd love for you to interact with it. And it's really about the connection between generosity and faith. You said this, 
that that forty five percent of Christians who attend church uh, at least two times a month uh, and pray regularly volunteer on a weekly basis. Forty five percent. That's compared to twenty seven percent of broader America. So you said sixty five percent of of Christians who are active in their faith give away their money and talent to the poor. Sixty five percent are actively giving. Uh, annually money and, and time to serve the poor, whereas 47% of broader America, you say on average, uh, Christians give about $2,900 a year, a little bit over that, versus those who are non-Christians giving only $704 uh, annually. Uh, you gave statistics on adoptions, uh, hospitals, 58% of beds and homeless shelters. These are pretty strong numbers, Todd. Talk a little bit about Christianity's impact on the world through our generosity. Well, you, those stats are right. And uh, it the reality is Christians are demonstrably more generous than the population uh, as, a, as a whole. And so I, I love what you're saying, Chris. I couldn't agree more that in spite of kind of Christian's PR of late, the reality is how how Christians live, especially those who are meaningfully engaged in their faith and their faith is informing the way they live day to day, they are they are demonstrably significantly more generous than the population at large. And I, I think to your point, that's an that's a very compelling apologetic for our for our faith. Like what and that's really our dream. You asked about the mission of generous giving. Our vision at generous giving is to put the generosity of God on display through the generosity of his people. I I want people to say what is up with those Christians? Like, why are they so other-centered? Why are they so generous? Why are they giving their, as you said, time, talent, and treasure away to just be a blessing? Um, that, that's a hard question to answer apart from Jesus has changed our lives, and we're responding out of gratitude for all that he's done for us. Yeah, I was going to ask. It seems to be wired in our DNA. What is it? What is it about Christianity? The more involved you are, the more uh, faithfully you practice what the Bible has called us to do and be as Christians, uh, the more you give. What is it about that? Well, I think it's 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 the it's the nature of God, right? For God so loved the world that He gave. So the father gave his son, Jesus, the scriptures say, though he was rich, became poor so that we, through his poverty, might become rich. So he was rich in heaven, and he gave all of that privilege away to come here to be born in a manger and really grow up, maybe if not abjectly poor, certainly on the lower end of the spectrum, the God of the universe incarnate, you know, this season that we celebrate of Christmas right now. And, and through that, we have access to eternity that I think that's, 
that's so core to the DNA of, of Christianity, and we're called to be like Jesus. So it's just natural yeah. that if we're embodying Christ, we're going to be generous. That's a core uh, value of, of his life and, and our God's. I love this quote uh, that's often referencing uh, former Roman Emperor Julian, who's writing in the first century regarding his uh, regret over the progress of Christianity. He was not a fan of Christianity, but he says that uh, they are advancing, especially because of their loving service rendered to strangers the scandal of the Galileans, which is what Christians were called at that time, is that they not only care for their own poor, but they care for ours as well. There is no Jew who is a beggar. And uh, and he goes on to talk about how they've rendered service to those who were most vulnerable in the kingdom. This is what Christians did in the earliest centuries. And, I, and again, I got to come back to the fact, Todd, that they had no political clout, very little, had no institutional power. And I think we often think that if we're going to change the world, then we have to make sure that we're controlling all of the uh, social institutions. We have to make sure that we have uh, the, the type of earthly power that people deem to be important. But yet God has given us a tool that really cannot be stopped and that is to live lives of generosity. Todd, I want you to stay with me. I'm going to take a short break. But when we come back, I have a ton of questions for you. When we come back, I want to talk to you about two things. Number one, let's let's deal with the elephant in the room. Are Christians only giving to churches? Are they only giving to churches and, and to our own causes? That's one question I think people want to know. Secondly, is this just a message for the rich? I want to talk about that as well. Folks, maybe you want to join the conversation, and, and maybe you just want to talk to Todd and, and myself about how can I, based off of where I am, socially, economically, begin to live a more generous life. Todd and I would love to talk to you about that. 877-LIVE-675. That's 877-548-3675. You join the conversation. Today, we're talking about changing the world through our generosity, just like Jesus did. We'll be right back with more of Equip right after this. Hey there, my friend. The next Equipper Zoom webinar is coming up on January 12th. This Zoom webinar helps us to know each other better. It's our chance to talk together about crucial concerns in our families, the culture, and the church. You can ask me any question you have, and I'll do my best to answer each one of them. The webinar is one of the perks of being part of our team of equippers, our monthly partners. Now, if you are an equipper, be sure to check your inbox for an email from me with registration details for this free Zoom meeting. If you're not an equipper, why don't you become a monthly partner and join us? Simply call 888-644-4144 and tell them I want to become an equipper or sign up online at equipradio.org. The Apostle Paul writing in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse number 18, says these words, Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. This is what you and I have been called to, my friends, to live lives of generosity so that we might impact the world for Christ. Today, I'm joined by Todd Harper, 
founder of Generous Giving, to help us to have this discussion. I, I just want to say there are some tremendously generous givers that support Equip on a regular basis, and I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge Belzar from Westlake, Florida, who recently gave a generous gift to, to Equip. So grateful for you, my brother. Also, uh, Peter in Elburn, Illinois. Thank you, Peter, for your generosity to Equip. Barbara in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, my home state. Also, Jonathan in Harvey, Louisiana. Thank you so much for your generosity. I shared yesterday that we are roughly about $8,500 away from uh, our budget budgeted goal for this year. And I would love for you to prayerfully consider helping us to meet that goal. Uh, maybe God has uh, spoken to your heart through this ministry and broadcast. And if we have been an encouragement, the only way that we're able to be here in the future is by God's grace and your generosity. So could you stand with us today with your most generous gift? Dial the number 888-644-4144. That's 888-644-4144. And our gift to you is Max Lucado's wonderful book, Fear Not, for I am with you always. It's a book of promises, and I believe it will encourage your heart tremendously. But more than anything else, we'll be joining together in the mission of equipping Christians to live, share, and defend their faith. So dial the number 888-644-4144. All right, Todd, I, I shared all of these wonderful stats about the generosity of Christians, but here's what I think many would say that maybe are a little bit skeptical about that generosity is are Christians only generous to churches? <laughs> Definitely not. Um, one of the one of the stats that you didn't mention was that churches recruit a large portion of the volunteers needed to operate organizations like Habitat for Humanity, Meals on Wheels, Big Brother, Big Sister, Red Cross. Um, there's Christians are overwhelmingly positively involved in in acts of charity uh, around our country and the world. Um, and so that's very I don't have a stat to share specifically beyond what you were sharing, uh, yeah. but absolutely, it's not just going to the churches. And and even if it were so many churches are involved in being a blessing in the communities that they're located in. Right. I know that's a heart yes. for Woodside where you are. You know, I know that's a huge heart for churches all over for us. One hundred percent at my local church, Woodside, you're referring to. Uh, we are so committed. And, you know, one of the things that our team does here at our local church on a weekly basis, and I don't think we're u- unique in this, Todd, is every week our team has a meeting where we discuss how can we best express our generosity and support folks in our community. That's families, that's businesses, those who are hurting, certainly. But let me go back to the phone lines and say, I want you to call today if you maybe need wisdom, advice, and help on how do I live a life of increased generosity. I was joking with our producer uh, in between segments that if I would have opened up the phone lines for those who want to see more generosity coming to them, I would imagine, Todd, that all my phone lines would be full right now. But I'm flipping the question, how can we live more generous lives? I think that's a far more biblical question, and I would love for you to give us a call if you're thinking along these lines, 
Live 675. Right, give us a call, 877-548-3675. Now, Todd, I read from 1 Timothy 6.18, where Paul, writing to his son in the ministry, literally commands generosity. He says, command them to do good. Command them to be generous in good deeds and to be generously, uh, generous and willing to share. Paul says this not as a recommendation or good advice, but a command. Here's my question to you, Todd Harper. Is this command simply for the rich? Is generosity in this message simply for the rich? Absolutely not. I mean, look at G- maybe Jesus' most compelling example of radical generosity was the widow and her two mites. Right. And giving all that she had. And Jesus called her out, singled her out for praise as somebody who had very little giving radically. And one of the things I wonder about is what happened to the widow the next day? Do you think she was uh, with nothing the Mm. next day? Or do you think somehow God provided supernaturally for her as she lived that, I mean, it's such a radical step of trust and faith to say, I'm whatever I have, I'm going to pass along and I'm trusting that God's going to meet my needs. I mean, that's, that's why this is such a big deal spiritually, because God wants our hearts. He doesn't need our money. He created the world out of nothing. You know, I also believe that God is super committed to meeting the needs of others. And when he finds a man or a woman who's willing to join him on that mission, he blesses them in special ways with resources because he can trust them. You know, we, we're supposed to be a conduit of God's generosity, not a dam to that generosity. We don't stop the flow of that generosity. We encourage it on. However, in many ways, I think that I asked you a trick question, Todd, about is this a message for the rich? Because in many ways, we who are believers are, if I understand the gospel correctly, Todd, the richest of all men and women. We have been so abundantly blessed, both spiritually and in this country in particular, and most of my audience lives in North America, in America, U.S. or Canada, we have been blessed with tremendous material wealth as well. Isn't that the case? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, that, that verse that you're quoting from verse 18, verse 17 starts, command those who are rich in this present world. And do you think the average North American listener would be considered rich in Paul's day? I mean, how many North Americans are wondering if they're going to have a place to, to sleep or something to eat? I mean, that's just not the things that we're typically struggling with. I mean, some people are, but but not the majority. And I think I think Paul's exhortation there to Timothy applies to almost all of our listeners right now. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to place their hope in riches, which are so uncertain, but rather to place our hope in God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. And then verse 18, what you, what you were quoting earlier. Yeah. You think about that and you think about what 
the expectations are when we stand before God. Can you imagine that? And you, you and I, when we stand before God and we say we were in North America in this generation, in this day and time, hey, we're without excuse, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, we're, we are living in the most prosperous times in the history of the world. So as we think about that type of generosity, the question that I want you to begin to think about is, what are some creative ways that I can be generous, especially in a time where there's tremendous need? Now, what I don't want you to hear me saying, and I know Todd isn't saying, is that somehow because people live in North America that there aren't great needs. You know, it can be true that both wealth and poverty exist side by side. It's certainly true spiritually that you can have someone in the same room uh, with another person, one abundantly rich because of their relationship with Christ, the other experiencing loneliness, uh, the, the guilt that comes along with sin, detachment from the grace of our Lord. So abundance and wealth spiritually are always side by side. But it's also true in a practical sense. And so how do we, who have been blessed in so many ways, share that creatively to meet the needs in our world around us, to uh, be a blessing so that we might bear our light before men, so that they might glorify God? We're going to talk about that more with Todd Harper on the other side of this short break. The phone number is 877-LIVE. 675. You guys are calling from all over the country. I'm proud of you for that. We're going to take some of your calls and also talk to Todd a little bit more about how we can impact and inspire lives through our generosity. Don't go anywhere. Much more to come next up on Equip. As the year comes to a close here at Equip, we've seen so many lives change through our daily communication of the gospel. Help us to expand our reach by giving a year-end gift. Now, I know that some of you can afford to give gifts of $100 or $500 or even $1,000, and we thank you for your partnership. Really, any amount will help us in our mission to promote the gospel. Together, we can reach the world. Make a difference with a year-end gift today by calling 888-644-4144 or go to EquipRadio.org. Come. You're listening to a pre-recorded Encore presentation of Equipped with Chris Brooks. Welcome back to Equipped with Chris Brooks. So grateful for you uh, listening and being a part of what God is doing throughout uh, the world through this ministry. Hey, uh, I could not be here without your support. So thank you, thank you, thank you on behalf of me and our entire Equipped team Uh, You guys are amazing. If you'd like to help us to finish this year strong, dial the number 888-644-4144. A few things that we're presupposing in this conversation about generosity, and that is that you and I are committed to impacting the lives of others around us for the cause of Christ. We're also presupposing that we're wise enough to give to organizations that have great credibility, not only in fulfilling the mission that they promised, but in the stewardship of their resources. In no way are Todd and I encouraging you uh, to give haphazardly, uh, do it with wisdom. You know, Todd, one of the things that you and I share in common is both of us used to work for investment management firms. Uh, and uh, I, I love that that world. I, I worked in it for years before I went into pastoral ministry. And I approached generosity the same way I did as an investor. I want to look at the management of the company. 
I want to look at how well they're delivering on their uh, mission statement. So all of those things I would encourage in generosity as well. Todd Harper is my guest, founder of Generous Giving. Uh, Todd, before we go to the phone lines, real quickly, talk about the connection between uh, the heart and our money, Uh, our money and the heart. What does the Bible talk about that connection? Yeah, well, one of Jesus's, maybe his most famous sermon, right, the Sermon on the Mount that is captured in a few of the Gospels, but I'm thinking of Matthew chapter 6, where he says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So in some ways, it couldn't be more explicit that uh, what we do with our treasure is an indication of our heart, but it also is a way to grow our heart. So oftentimes people will say to me, man, I'd like to have a heart for my local church. I'm like, well, are you giving to your local church? Because where your treasure is, Jesus said, there, my, there your heart will be also. Uh, you want to have a heart for the things of God? Invest your money in the things of God, and your heart will grow for those things. So I think that's integral to this whole conversation, and I think it's why it matters so much. Uh, how we handle what God's entrusted to us, because it does either grow or diminish our heart for the things that matter to him. Maybe you are expressing your generosity in radical and creative ways. Today, I'd love to hear from you at 877-LIVE-675. Or maybe you have questions about how do I respond to a message like this. 877-548-3675 is the number. Let's go to Alaska. Dirk is listening there. Hey, Dirk, thanks for listening. What's your question for Todd? Well, I, um, the reason why I called is because uh, what piqued my interest in, in calling was that when you said if I was uh, giving out money or, or letting you know that I have uh, resources for you to enjoy, um then the phone lines would be ringing off, and I was sitting here kind of squirming my seat a little bit. And I thought, well, I'll call to see, to see what they can tell me about giving more than I give. I give to my local church, and my local church asks for funds in different organizations that need funds. I step up and, you know, write them a check or whatever. I, I do that, yes. but I don't do much more than that. Uh, yeah. I'm a retired man. I got. Uh, you know, I, I, I worked hard all my life and I have a good retirement and, and, uh, and I try to be helpful where I can, but, uh, yeah. Interested in hearing what more I can do. Well, Dirk, first off, thank you for calling and, uh, thank you for being faithful to your local church. I think that's incredible. And obviously giving to the local church is a, a wonderful way of not only supporting the preaching of the gospel, but most local churches are conduit for charity in a number of different ways that are critical to the health and well-being of uh, of our communities. But, Todd, what would you say to Dirk? Retired, works, worked hard, uh, was able to amass resources to take care of him and his family, giving to his local church. What else would you recommend? I think, Dirk, I'd encourage you to ask that question uh, of the Lord and keep your eyes open for what he might bring across your path in the coming days and weeks, even at this this Christmas season. I think one of the things Chris and I talked a little bit about is what's going on in this moment in our, you know, our country and our world in terms of 
needs. And there's been a proliferation of needs, especially with those who are uh, maybe on the lower end of the socioeconomic strata, right? Um, and so what, what, what around you might you be able to step into? Uh, maybe it's as simple as blessing somebody, you know, with a $20 bill who's serving you. I, I don't know what that looks like, but I think if we're faithful to ask God for opportunities to, to be a blessing and to demonstrate God's love to somebody, he'll bring those opportunities across your path. You know, we've talked in these three ways, uh, Todd, our time, our talent, our treasure. So obviously those are three uh, different categories that Dirk can think along the lines of, okay, how am I doing at giving of my treasure? That's certainly one aspect of it. Volunteerism. You talked about how the church mobilizes uh, 40% plus of the volunteers needed for uh, charitable organizations in any given community. That's a second way of doing it. And then third way, third way is talent. Uh, I have a skill. I have an ability that maybe I can use to be a blessing and meet the need of, of others. But I'm grateful, Dirk, that you call because I think that is where all of this starts. It starts with that question. The phone number is 877-LIVE-675. That's 877-548-3675. Todd, I went to a website. You may know of a different website. One that I use is called How Rich Am I? How Rich Am I? It's an interesting website because you you type in any household income, and it will tell you how your uh, income compares to that of the world. Uh, how you would rank in the uh, wealth index of the world. Now, just think about a a household that combined income is $50,000. I think that's that's moderate. Um, If you type that in, in U.S. dollars, $50,000 for a combined household income, that ranks as being wealthier than 98.5% of the rest of the world, Todd. That's pretty amazing to me. Yeah, that those I've been on those sites and they're they're accurate and they do kind of shift our perspective, don't they? Because it's very natural to notice the people who have more than us as opposed to the people who have less than us. But there's there's far. I mean, that that statistic speaks for itself. Right. Fifty thousand dollars. We don't think of as rich. And yet we're better off than 98.5% 98.5% of the population today. This isn't historically. This is today. You know, I'm, I'm all for uh, justice, and justice has been a big part of the conversation of, uh, of our nation over the last uh, decade plus in an intense way uh, it, for a new generation. Obviously, it's broader and more historical than that, and a lot of attention has been put on a quote 1%, quote unquote 1% in this country. But when we look at it from a global perspective, just about every one of us in this country fall in that 1%. And so as we deal with uh, the whole question of what should be the expectation of generosity, let's not point that finger outward. Let's look inside of our own hearts and begin to ask ourselves, how do I live more generously? Uh, Todd, before I take the next call, quickly talk a little bit about how generosity impacts our own 
uh, disposition, personality, attitude, in particular in areas of joy and, and peace? What have you seen happen in the lives of people dispositionally as they increase in their generosity? Yeah, that's a great question. One of my favorite passages of Scripture is in Acts chapter 20, and it's actually a quote of Jesus's that is cited in Acts, verse 35. It says, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Uh, One of my friends defines blessed as the way he translates that is, it is more happy-making to give than to receive. And that's been my experience, Chris, not only personally, but observing the lives of generous people. I I, I like to say I've never met an unhappy, generous person um, because there is something powerful about aligning our lives with God's word and living into giving ourselves away that that brings joy. Uh, It doesn't mean we don't have challenges uh, when we're generous or financial setbacks. I'm not saying that. I'm simply saying orienting our lives that way does bring joy. 877-LIVE-675 is the number. Let's go to Michigan City, Indiana. Cosetta is listening. Hey, Cosetta, thanks for listening. What's your comment today? Hi. I wanted to share about my dad. He's retired. He's in his 70s. And he's been a tree trimmer and cutter for quite a few years. And now that he's retired, he will go to the homeless shelter and he'll just ask whoever wants to work today. You know, I can hire you for wood cutting or he does small construction or he does cleanup jobs. And he'll just take with him whoever wants to work and he'll pay them an hourly wage. And... They do the job, and then he takes them back in the evening. And he is so busy. He (laughs) gets jobs like that every day and gives very fair prices, and he's so busy that he works probably 10 to 12 hours a day. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. You know what I love about that story, uh, Cosetta and and Todd, is the fact that uh, he's preserving dignity, uh, so much has been written about how charity can work for the good and and avoiding hurting through our through our uh, desire to help. I love the fact that he is expressing generosity through employment because that's the type of generosity that keeps on giving. So bravo to your dad, and it sounds like he's rubbed off on you, and I appreciate the call. Thanks, Cosetta. Uh, Todd, what do you think about uh, our sister's testimony for her dad? Well, I have a friend who says everybody needs Jesus and a job, and uh, it is it is a generous thing to hire somebody, right? Especially and to treat them fairly and generously and create opportunities. I love that story. That's a great example of living generously. You know, and it's a great motivation for being an entrepreneur as well. You know, for some, the call of entrepreneurship is yes, I, I have a passion around the world, getting to know my service uh, and experiencing that or to uh, get to use my product. But for others, it's all about, man, I want to transform my community and create employment opportunities so that people can uh, have a livable wage and be able to provide for them and their families. And so I love that thought. And uh, I, I encourage others to maybe take a hold of that. And maybe you're a business owner And uh, you say, man, that's an idea for me. All right, Todd, we're going to take a break. 
When we come back, I want to land this plane with some creativity and inspiration. No doubt you have heard story after story after story in your 20 years of people who have embraced this lifestyle of generosity. I want you to share with us, Todd, some of those stories that you've heard so that we can think creatively about how we can live more generously. I hope you're being blessed by this program. I know I am. As you set your goals, maybe one of your goals can be, Lord, use my life to impact and inspire others towards you. And I want you to do it through my generosity. Uh, Why don't you learn more about Todd and about the Ministry of Generous Giving by going to our website, equipradio.org. Why don't you stick and stay as well? Much more to come next up on Equip with Chris Brooks. At Equipped, it's our goal to strengthen your faith. And we're always excited as we hear stories of people coming to faith as a result of our program. But we couldn't possibly accomplish this mission alone. That's why we're looking for equippers and people just like you who will give a monthly gift to help us keep this program on the air. Would you consider partnering with us? Become an equipper today and receive special insider benefits, such as a bi-weekly email that contains pastoral messages prepared just for you. Call 888-644-4144 or go online to equipradio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. So grateful for uh, those of you who are committed to living lives of generosity. And again, super thankful for those of you who are expressing that generosity um, to Equip. It's a humbling thing to know that you and I are in partnership together to uh, reach a new generation with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm I'm grateful to uh, join you each and every day. Uh, so Clarine from Chicago, thank you for your partnership. Also Mary from Odessa, Florida, thank you so much for your partnership as well. Uh, phone number if you want to uh, join us and uh, partnership uh, financially is 888-644-4144. That's 888-644-4144. All right, Todd Harper uh, is my guest today. Uh, let's talk about some inspirational stories of generosity. What are some things that have just uh, blessed you tremendously? Yeah, I, I do have lots of uh, friends who are generous and looking for creative ways to give. I've got a friend who would, with his family, read the local newspaper and look for stories where they might be able to meet a need and just, wow. you know, walk up and knock on the door and say, we want to do this for you. But that's where they, they got creative ideas. I think about uh, friends who give money to their kids, like a $20 bill and say, I want you to give this away this week. Look for a way to be a blessing to somebody else. Um, I think about employers who think about the way they play that the way they pay their employees as being a generous act. Uh, I think about ways of of people who have, who are actively praying kind of like I suggested to Dirk to look for people in which you can show God's love through a generous act of sharing time, talent, or treasure. One of the powerful things about treasure, I think, is that it's so concrete and it's so unexpected, especially when it's being shared with kind of no strings attached and 
maybe no tax benefits, right? Just a generous act person to person uh, can be a yes. very powerful, you know, kind of head scratching moment for the receiver. Uh, and I love, I love hearing of those stories and how God will cross our paths with people uh, who can, who can be blessed that way. You know, I was blessed to, as a young high schooler, get a job at a local uh, pizza place that was uh, in my community. And it was a, uh, a Jewish business owner who saw something in me, took me under his wings and said, uh, Chris, how would you like to learn the ropes of our business? And for whatever reason, Todd, he just took to me. And I remember him taking me to meetings with his CPA, with his attorney. And I just kind of sit there as, as a fly on the wall as uh, he showed me how he ordered supplies for his business and and uh, and managed the business, how he hired people. I, I think there's so many ways to express generosity. Obviously, giving is uh, of of, um, of of money is one way of doing it, but sharing our knowledge with people, creating opportunities for people. I would encourage you leverage your social capital as much as you leverage your financial capital. All right, as we land this plane with about a minute left, Todd. Let's connect this to evangelism, because if Acts chapter 2 is correct, the believers there had all things in common. They were selling their goods and possessions, but it says here that the Lord added to their number daily. There is a connection, isn't there? Absolutely. I, I think this generosity thing, I've, I've heard people say that generosity is the apologetic of our day. That it's it's a way to demonstrate the difference Christ is making in our lives in a compelling way, such that people want to know the God that we serve, and that's that's really the driving force behind our work at Generous Giving is for that to happen. We want to see revival come to our country because of the way we as Christians live. Ty, you are an encouragement. Keep uh, spreading the message, uh, my friend. It is making an impact. I know it has on my life, and I know it has on the lives of many, uh, every single one of us, no matter what happens in the broader culture concerning uh, the way people feel about our faith. Every single one of us can change the world through our generosity, and I think you're helping us to see that. God bless you, Todd. Thanks. It's a privilege to be with you guys today. Folks, you can find out more about Generous Giving at EquipRadio.org. That's EquipRadio.org. I hope that in some ways we've been able to encourage you, to inspire you. Maybe like Todd suggested, you can get your kids, if you have teenagers or younger, and say, hey, here's $20. I want you to figure out a way to be a blessing to others and begin to cultivate that generosity in their lives. Or maybe you can model it by the way you're living generosity out in your life. Thank you for being generous to Equipped as well. We've been a blessing to you. we love for you to partner with us to finish the year strong. Uh, go to EquippedRadio.org or dial 888-644-4144. As always, remember, Equipped with Chris Brooks is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.